Worship at Home, Sunday the 14th of January 2024, the second Sunday of Epiphany. Today's Bible reading is taken from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 43 to the end. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him, about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming towards him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you come to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Did I ever admit that recording this reflection for my podcast is preparation for my preaching on a Sunday morning later? Well, I'll be preaching later on two passages because there are two readings. The first one being the call of Samuel, the young boy in the temple who keeps hearing his name called at night and going to his master Eli to say, why are you calling me? Until Eli helps him understand it's not him who's calling him, it's God who's trying to speak to him. And then we come to the gospel reading that we've just heard um, read, that interaction between Philip who's chosen to follow Jesus, and Nathaniel, who's proving to be something of a sceptic. Of course, the theme linking uh, both stories is about God's call on our lives and whether we hear it. Samuel needed help to understand it was God who was calling to him. Much the same as Nathaniel needed Philip to help him over that hurdle come and see. A critical phrase for Philip to have said and more than anything um, for for Nathaniel to have responded to, which is why Jesus praises Nathaniel, um, calling him an Israelite, which is a way of actually saying somebody who has responded to my word, despite the scepticism and even rudeness. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? We've all heard jokes about that, haven't we? About different places. I grew up in Newcastle. We always made jokes about Sunderland and vice versa, of course. So Nathaniel 
uh, is sceptical and uh, like Samuel and Eli, there is somebody there in Philip who helps him through that just with the simplicity of the word, come and see. So what does it mean for us? Well, the two parts to this, the first one is, are you listening? God is always talking to us. Do we actually hear his call? We probably do. It might not just be in words, it could be in a feeling. It could be an idea. Should I go and do that? Should I help here or there? And sometimes we need others to help us do that. It's one of the roles of spiritual directors, vicars, soul friends. So sometimes if you think you've got an idea, make sure you share it, have a discussion. But I think for us as Christians, critically, the words come and see are not ones that just issue from Philip's lips, but should from our own. His words are invitational. It's an invitation um, that we offer for people to know the power of Jesus and what that can offer in our lives. It's the prayer we have for our churches and our faith to grow, grow more broadly, grow deeper with Christ. Come and see. They're easy, warm, hospitable words. The heart not only of John's Gospel, where this is read, but of Christianity itself. We're not called to cram our faith down another's throat or question people's eternal destiny. I hate that talk of whether you're saved or unsaved. We are there to simply offer an invitation to come and see what God is doing in and through Jesus and the community of disciples who have chosen to follow him. But as simple and non-threatening as these words are, I wonder how often we use them. It takes guts to say to people, come and see. Today, are you going to church? Or do you want somebody else to say, come and see to you? In both ways, it does take guts. It takes a decision to step out and say, yes, come and see. So perhaps listening to my podcast, the message is, do you know, for all my church's faults, for all the uh, chit-chat that goes on, or the cold building, or the other uh, boring bits of our worship, I'm going to say to somebody, come and see, because this matters to me, and I love the sense of community we, we have together when we most need it in our lives. Or perhaps... You're worshipping at home because you need to worship at home. But who else is there who may benefit from this podcast or something like it? Who you can say, come and see. Come and see what it's like to have your coffee on a Sunday morning while listening to God's word. David Luce, the theologian, suggests that the future of the church may rest on our ability to invite others to come and see what we have found in Christ and our congregations. We're living in a culture that no longer has a vested interest in encouraging congregational participation. So the future of faith communities will be greatly determined by our willingness to invite others to share what we have found. 
but the future of the church is without a doubt in God's trustworthy hands and the Spirit is always working among us. I sort of agree and don't agree with what David Luce has to say. I think to say that the future of the church may rest on our ability to invite others to come and see both puts too much on our shoulders and downplays the working of the Holy Spirit. So I prefer to think of it not so much on that enormous outreach and uh, big perspective, but to just think about uh, our own lives today and those that God puts around us or in our path incidentally. They are the people we need to have that quiet one-to-one interaction with and say to somebody, come and see. Maybe somebody who's been widowed and is lonely. It may be somebody who is struggling with depression or another difficulty in life and just needs to feel supported. Come and see. Just like Philip did for Nathaniel and changed his life. Come and see. So let's hold that. Um, Let's listen for God And let's discern whether we're hearing God's voice in those moments that we're likely to pass by an idea or a a thought or a call. Let's listen for God prompts and follow in those steps of the early disciples. So we know that point where we are invited to say to somebody, come and see. So wherever you are today, whether going to church, back from church, or simply worshipping at home. May God speak into your life and may the Spirit surround you, bless you and uphold you in all you do. Amen. Today's prayers are based on themed intercessions by David Adam. You have called us. Let us pray. Blessed are you, Lord our God, for you have called us into life and to love you. You have called us to proclaim your love and power in all the world. Lord, send us out in the power of your Spirit that we may tell of you and of your abiding presence, that we may be emboldened to say to others, Come and see. Lord, today we ask your blessing upon the church, that we may show signs of being one with you. Holy and dedicated to being apostolic as we reach out to all peoples. We pray for all who are reaching out to others in your name and in your love. Bless and guide those who preach the word and all who share in your healing ministry. We remember those involved in a pastoral ministry and those who work to relieve the distress and sorrow of people and nations across the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all who govern and influence the minds of others. We pray for leaders of industry and great multinational companies and for all they work with. Praying that you help us show our care for the earth, 
our respect for the individual in all that we do. As we remember those whose lives are blighted by greed or insensitivity of others. And we pray that all humanity shall turn to look for your purposes. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We give thanks because you show us your love through those who love us. And so we ask your blessing upon our homes and our loved ones. We pray for those people and situations on our hearts today and hold before you those situations you alone understand where there is stress and distress. We remember all those who are finding it difficult to cope and those who are deeply in debt. We pray for all who are seeking to help those in need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we give you thanks for all involved in healing ministry and ask your blessing upon doctors and nurses and all the emergency services and those in support services. We pray for those who are good neighbours and carers in their local community and remember those especially who are frustrated through illness or a disability, those who are struggling with life. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray that we may rejoice in the fellowship of all your saints, in all who have heard your call and done your will. We ask your blessing upon our loved ones who are departed from us. May we all share in the joy of your love and in your kingdom. Merciful Father, Accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And the Collect for the Second Sunday of Epiphany. Almighty God, in Christ you make all things new. Transform the poverty of our nature by the riches of your grace, and in the renewal of our lives make known your heavenly glory. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. We share in the words that our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Thank you for joining me for Worship at Home. 
If you have enjoyed this podcast, please do tell others about it. And if you'd like to receive links to the podcast direct to your email, please do get in touch. You can do that through the website Spotify for Podcasters or directly at revlucylun at gmail.com. Goodbye.